0: This podcast contains detailed plot spoilers, adult language, and mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. All right, well, let's get right into this. Mm -hmm. Welcome to a podcast of rare antiquities. We're back. To review episode 5 of Star Trek Picard, Stardust City Rag. Jeff, how are you? I'm
1: uh, doing pretty good, man.
0: How are you? I'm okay. Okay, let's get into this. What would
1: you think? Yeah, I mean, I I liked it. I thought it was... They actually kind of got going this week.
0: Yeah, 100%. This, to me, structurally is the best episode we've seen so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, In my opinion, it felt like a good semi standalone episode. I mean, it's still a serialized storytelling here, but you know, it, it was somewhat self-contained mm-hmm. and, uh, and there was a lot, a lot of moving parts and I enjoyed it. It was very minimal, you know, standing around doing nothing. So yeah. and yeah. minimal exposition, which was very good. So yeah. yeah, it's about time.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's get, let's get into some, some stuff here. Bruce Maddox, he is mm. alive. we kind of thought he was dead. We'll leave the end of the episode to talk about what happens to Maddox, but yeah. he is here. First things off the bat, different actor. I was yeah. disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. I was, I was hoping it would have been the same guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that this guy did a terrible job, but it would have been nice to have that consistency. And Agnes has a relationship or a previous relationship with him. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Yeah. Well, I, I, one
1: thing that I kind of noted was I think on um, the last episode maybe the last couple episodes we you know we had wondered like why like why is she coming along you asked this was a big question of yours right why is she here and, yeah, and it's, uh, it's solved it's answered I, I mean i guess that's one thing the show is going forward like it it has raised questions and then it uh, but it doesn't wait too long to give us an answer what uh, that answer happens to be another question but yeah, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised that they were in a relationship there because it like, kind of made sense. But a
0: uh, bit of an age, of an age yeah. gap. I mean, it's yeah,
1: a picture, they made. I guess. It's fine, well, but. not
0: even, yeah. Yeah, there's a huge age gap here. And I think even the way, you know, in the future, in this fictional future, you can say someone may age more slowly, mm-hmm. but you would think that Maddox we saw on the show would be even older than this character. Mm-hmm. And Um, I I would assume so, right? Mm -hmm. Because this guy might, might be in his what early fifties. Yeah. I was putting him in like mid, mid
1: fifties as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I think the Maddox from the show would be probably like, I'd say late thirties, early forties. So now you're, you're kind of, you should be in his seventies by now (laughs) or eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Seventies, I would say. Right. Mind you, we don't know
1: how old doctor, what uh, we don't know how old Agnes is either. Like no. But she can be 50 and look 35 like just because how the future is. I, I, get, I know we have to do kind of some gymnastics there, but
0: I mean, hey. But that's okay. Yeah. It, that's not important. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's not important. But yeah, but she's hiding this, and we, we'll get to mm-hmm. know more of what she's hiding. But she hid this from Picard, that she, she was intimate with Maddox and, and knew him on that level. So uh, we'll talk more about them later. So now we have a flashback as well. And this is going to be more about seven of nine. Mm-hmm. So we get her past. She's part of this group called the Fenius Rangers, mm-hmm. and it looks that there is more Borg retrieval stuff that's going on all through the galaxy. And this is being headed by some criminal organization on some other planet that I'm assuming, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're based in Free Cloud. By this, uh, you know the the leader of this organization. I cannot recall the lady's name, but uh, it starts with a gore. Some gory imagery here, uh, mm-hmm. which I dug. What What did you think of that? That they're kind of retrieving. They have these quasi doctors who are trying to retrieve something from these former Borg individuals. And this particular one was now a f- former Borg who was a Starfleet officer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was wearing yeah. a uniform, and this person was taking something, it ripped out his eyeball. Yeah. Uh, and we got to see all those, uh, you know, Oof. all of that. Yeah, it was quite interesting. And, and that wasn't in there. And then she was about to drill into his brain. And, and they reveal that they don't even give the person anesthetic or put him in some kind of coma or stasis so he can't feel the pain. It's just right. no mercy whatsoever. Yeah. It's completely Cobra Kai sweep the leg completely, yeah. 100%. So, Oof. <laughs> yeah. Think?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> it was very shocking to see that on a Star Trek show. Oh, gruesome! I mean, for fans of horror films, like yeah, that that opening scene is definitely for you. I had I I was wondering at the start, and it was confirmed later if that was one of the Borg children that
0: Voyager had rescued while they were in the uh, Delta Quadrant <clears throat> from the. So Borg. I haven't seen. I've seen every Voyager episode once. So I, you'll have to remind me what happened there.
1: There were four, like Borg children. Uh, I don't remember exactly how it came about, but uh, Voyager uh, rescued them and uh, they were severed from the collective. and uh, in particular, like they were different ages, and one of them was sort of a young adult or an, uh, or a teenager, and uh, he was kind of like their protector. and uh, uh, you know she and or he and seven of nine were, you know, like seven kind of took care of them. they They
0: sort of abandoned a lot of that storyline as Voyager went on. But, but did they join? Did they stay on the ship? Yeah. So when they returned to Earth, they they came with them. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, okay. and that and that
1: was uh, that character that 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 was it was a different actor, but it was the same character that uh, the older the the eldest of the Borg
0: children that Voyager brought back. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay, so that explains that, and that's why mm-hmm. she was extremely upset. And she, I think she was re- you know mentioning to Picard and and the other lady that was like akin to her. Mm-hmm. In that sense, you know, someone who, you know, you share that connection through the same, you know, hive mind there. Uh, So I can understand that, why she was pissed off. So what do you think of Seven now? So she has some chat here with Picard. You know, she's, because the neutral zone fell when the Romulan Empire fell, uh, so some worlds and systems in there were kind of left fending for themselves mm-hmm. to probably you know criminal organizations such as this and and maybe other things so she's part of a ragtag team called the Fenris or Ferris Rangers uh, or Fenris Rangers along those li- something along those lines and mm-hmm. she's helping to protect the system and she says it's a job but somebody has to do it so it's a hard hard life but what so i mean what what do you think what do you think of this development for 7. You know what, I
1: I always assumed that the neutral zone was an entirely barren and uninhabited place. I just assumed nobody lived there. But that's not the case. So it kind of makes sense that with the fall of the Roman Empire there's no neutral zone, which means that anybody who was in the neutral zone, like they enjoyed sort of a a, uh, demilitarized area, right? And Mm -hmm. then uh, when a major power goes, then yeah, there's this power vacuum. So that was an interesting take there, good detail, and uh, sort of an interesting, uh, sort of a counterpoint to Picard, right? Because she she sort of experienced the same thing, like Starfleet abandoned this area, so she left as well, only she stayed
0: behind to continue to fight, where he decided to turn around and go home. No, that's right. And I think she kind of, I can't recall, even though I just kind of watched the episode about an hour ago, I think she kind of sticks it to Picard a little bit. that she
1: does yeah
0: yeah Mm -hmm. but you know Mm -hmm. that you know she she stayed to fight that fight and you know good good for her i mean i thought that was fantastic and i and i liked the fact that you know we're not seeing our heroes having a happy ending here from any show it seems here right so you know even though we're not getting into the nitty-gritty of every single character but you know picard has his issues data obviously we thought before would you know Mm -hmm. would become data that didn't happen so and and then now you have seven of nine and she you know she didn't stick with starfleet or have some kind of happy life on earth uh, and found Mm -hmm. a family or had anything like that she's off here you know in the in the thick of things fighting the good fight still so Mm -hmm. uh, and and not a great life but she's doing a good deed so i think that's that's kind of Interesting. I enjoyed all of these scenes with Seven. Mm-hmm. I thought she, Jerry Ryan played it extremely well. Yeah, I, yeah. I even liked how she slipped right back into it. You know, he asks how she's doing and she says, you know, I'm functional. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So just, yeah. Like, just like the show. So nice details there. So let's move on here. So Free Cloud. So mm-hmm. they're going to go there to rescue Maddox, who is now being held captive. I thought he died at the beginning of the episode, but I, I did too. Po- yeah, yeah. I thought she poisoned him, but it, mm-hmm. apparently this criminal warlord did not. And they are still going to try and they're going to try and uh, get Maddox on Free Cloud. So, what you? I hear your thoughts on what was your first take on Free Cloud, including those very cartoonish holograms, Mister Motz,
1: Mister Mott's, Mott's Hair Emporium.
0: <laughs> what was it?
1: You didn't see it. No, it was this is
0: the first one, right?
1: M- Mister, There was a Mr. Mott's like hair emporium or something. And it, Are and you serious? Faces, Mr. Yeah, Mott? yeah. And one of the, yeah, man, face it was, it was like a blue neon uh, oh, face. Oh,
0: it's from the guy from the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The barber. Oh, that's fantastic. I missed yeah. that.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. My. Go back. And I, I looked up as well, or I was just reading because uh, I missed some dialogue. There is apparently a quirk uh, Easter egg on that scene as well, but I missed the quirks. Oh fuck. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have so, to go watch yeah. that now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so Quarks on Free Cloud?
1: Or <laughs> and, uh, maybe and Mr. Mott. Maybe maybe it's one of those like barbershop bars that pop up now, you know, like the, the barbershop that's like in a bar. So like you could go get your haircut of Mr. Mott, but it's in Quarks. So that would be that there's a show. We should watch that show, Mott and uh, Quark.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mott and Quark. <laughs> <laughs> and I, their, I still think Quark only deserves that bar on D S nine. Or or that, you know, no name moon he was always after. So yeah, well, hey, maybe he owns
1: Free Cloud. Who knows? Maybe this is that moon he always dreamt of.
0: Yeah, that would have been fantastic if everything was great. just Quark, even though you didn't see him. It was just yeah. like Quark's everything. So That would be great.
1: Oh, that would have been so funny.
0: Uh, I, I don't think I was a fan of the animation. It kind of pulled like, these, these ads. So I know they're ads, so they're not going to be, even if this was a real world experience, you're not going to be getting a lot of detail and the ads to make it more photorealistic be that as it may, it did feel a little cartoony and to pull me out a little bit. But now that you mentioned the Easter eggs there, I appreciate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But what'd you think of then free cloud on before, okay, before we get to free cloud, let's talk about their plan. <laughs> so they're going to okay. be, they're going to be fixers yeah. to deliver seven of nine. Who's obviously full of board tech They're going to, they think because she's full of board tech, this uh, criminal warlord will obviously be interested in exchanging her for Maddox. Why did Picard not immediately, I guess, question Seven of Nine? Because she kind of very easily volunteered. It was kind of, you know, I know Uh, we're just going to have to let things go, but Picard's a bit smarter than that.
1: (laughs) I guess he might, but I think he's still kind of blinded by his own ideology. Like, I think he thinks everybody else is idealistic like like him you know what i mean like she was she wasn't really in starfleet but you know she was a part of starfleet and you know he knows she's kind of got a do gooder mentality so that could be why i see what you mean like hey, dig a little deeper here you get this person just showing up on your ship and all
0: of a sudden you make her an integral part of your plan yeah and, and she volunteers right so yeah you know, and, and it catches him completely off guard. I, I just, again, I enjoyed this episode, but the writing on Picard's character, I'm not, it's not gripping me the way it should. And, and I, I just wish they would paint Picard a bit, a bit more smarter. Like he should be seeing these things before they happen. <laughs> you know, he's like, you know, not using the force or anything, something like that, but he should be a little bit like a half step ahead. And you don't have to show me in any dialogue or exposition, but just he, the way he was, they, they, he did that kind of double take when she kind of revealed that she knew this character, Mm -hmm. and he was completely surprised. And the way they film it, so well,
1: why did she save them in the first place in the previous episode? Because she just kind of showed up.
0: Well, she's doing her Fenris Ranger thing.
1: Okay, so like they were just like in the neighborhood.
0: Yes. And that was a warlord shooting on anyone who's around the system.
1: Right, okay. Well, then I guess I could see, you know, she's a do-gooder. So she's a do-gooder, and we know her as a hero. So I guess, like, you wouldn't really question her motives, right? Like, okay, you're, you're here helping out, keeping the peace, doing good stuff. We're here to do good stuff. Help us out. She's like, sure. You know, like that's fine. I guess I don't know that he would need it. He we would have some seen, seen through her facade there, because it was still more or
0: less honest. Yeah, she did, she did help. Like she, no, was no, no, she she did. I, I, it's not about the fact she helped or not helped. It's just I just want Picard to just be a. He was always, you know how if you remember in TNG, even though he didn't say anything, you could see in his eyes, in his body language, the way he nodded his head you could see he was ahead of everybody else, except for probably Data, doing some, you know, or or Jordy doing some, you know, calculations on the engine or warp core or whatnot, right? Some some science, science jargon stuff that was going on. But he, politically, and, you know, in these kind of situations, he was always kind of a step ahead. When it and, suited the episode, he was. Yes, I guess. But, I mean, that's technically the character.
1: Ah, I mean... I, like I say, when it suited the episode, yes. When it suited the episode for him to not be a step ahead, he wasn't. You know, like I, I, I understand where you're saying, but like I don't feel like whatever. It's a, it's a minor thing. Like if he it's was, it's a minor been, thing, but it's. If it's he had been true. one step ahead, then we don't have an episode either. And it's not that far of a stretch, you know. Like they kind of need to get us where we're going here.
0: I hear you. I hear you. I just, I just want him to be painted a bit more intelligent. <laughs>
1: I actually thought they did, they, I think that, I don't know the way they shot this episode, the way they shot him, he looks almost younger and more vibrant. So I,
0: well, well, let's get to that because you're, I get that vibe completely here. One, it's playing off seven. So Mm -hmm. I feel there's a different energy Mm -hmm. right, right there because she's bringing a completely different level of energy. And I should, you know, you don't really think about this when you talk about Jerry Ryan. In TV or film, but she's bringing a level of gravitas mm-hmm. and weight. It's not one because she's a legacy character, but two, no, she's she really, a good actor. Like she's, she's doing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she has a good presence. Yeah, more than the other actors on the show mm-hmm. accompanying totally. card. So I think that brings that elevates Patrick Stewart as well. If he has someone yeah. really good to play off of, he looks better. Yeah. So, so that's there. But I, I, let's talk about now about the their plan. And the costumes, and going about that energy, I think because they were able to have a bit more fun. We've yeah. talked about the previous episodes being so heavy on exposition; they're a bit stuffy and stale yeah. and kind of depressing. Here's finally, the character is a little allowed to a bit more breathe and having a bit more of that fun, yeah. and you could completely see it—you it know, all over yeah. the screen. So, what what you think? The costumes, yeah. the plan, the <laughs> acting. The fun atmosphere, you know, kind of, you know what it kind of felt reminded me of? I had that first instinct for comparison is that episode in DS9, that bada bing, bada boom, where they go to the casino and they're trying. It's not, the I hate that. I'm not a big fan of that episode, but the characters, the actors themselves were having a lot of fun. Yeah. Because they were getting out of their stuffy uniforms and doing something different. I
1: think the show really needed a, a few, a few scenes like this, like just to, Bring the energy up a little bit, make it a little bit more fun, because it has been a little bit stuffy. So that was great. I mean, I could see once they were they were doing the cuts back and forth, hmm. you know, like the show. I'm like, okay, they're doing they're doing a heist. They're doing the heist. That, you know, okay, that's cool, that's fine. And it was pretty rudimentary heist movie stuff. You know, they were they were well, paying this, homage to that. Yeah. Right? So, you know. well,
0: this is this is extremely high level. There's no heist here. It's just yeah, a, no, it's no. it's pretty. Yeah.
1: That's. I mean, that's what they're playing at, though, with the with the style, you know. But I
0: I, I, I laughed my ass off when I saw not just what, what the captain's name is. Royas. R- Rios. Rios. Uh, when he got into his outfit, I, I was digging it. And, and then you yeah. just hear that you get that first glimpse of guard with the eye patch. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> I want to love- be a pirate. <laughs>
1: So, I, I love the voice he was putting on there. Oh, yeah. Stupid French accent, that stereotypical French accent. Oh, man. That was pretty funny. For
0: an Englishman who's pretending to be a Frenchman who's pretending to be even more French. A Frenchman. Yeah. yeah it was pretty good. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had fun. I can see, though, I, I, I liked it. I, I liked it, simply yeah. Simply because the previous episodes were as we talked about stuffy but i can see this not going over very well with hardcore track fans I mean, yeah well yeah.
1: yeah they get over it. they'll get over it
0: yeah they'll get over it but I, I can i i can see their point of view but i think i think we need to have some fun oh yeah uh, yeah in the show because if it continues the way the first four episodes like context wise and emotionally it's like this is going to be a long 10 episodes Mm-hmm. If if it yeah. continues along that line, so I'm yeah. I'm happy to see a bit of fun here. Well, uh, sorry, Rios, Rios, yeah, Rios. I when he was in the bar, he was doing that kind of little strut and yeah. shaking his shoulders. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed these kind of scenes. Oh, I yeah. liked I That's liked good. the atmosphere. I initially had some bad vibes of you know uh, Canto bite, but uh, it quickly, yeah, it was it was quickly too. shaken away, and it wasn't that, and and mm-hmm. I was happy with that. It it still fit. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I was okay. I, I liked the way it was lit and everything. And I, I attribute part of that to Frakes in the director's chair with his lighting yeah. guys and stuff. But, you know, Frakes is bringing some some technical prowess to an experience to this thing. So I enjoyed that. That's very good. So now there's, a, let's move on to Rafi. We get a bit more development. She has a son mm-hmm. who's on Free Cloud. We didn't know why she wanted to go to Free Cloud. Now we know. Mm -hmm. and looks like she was not a very attentive mother she's a
1: junkie basically right
0: yeah so she says she's clean now so she you were right she was just sitting out in vasquez rocks vaping and doing some other drugs and you know peyote or what what not who knows but i'm just still a little but the whole problem didn't seem to be her drug use he was complaining that it was all about this conspiracy. Her mind was completely on the synthetic yeah. attack on Mars still. Right. And that was really the, the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of the son and the mother's relationship. And she ignored the dad, the husband it was his dad and then him. And so I'm a little confused. She was let go from Starfleet. Mm-hmm. So how did this really, this problem really impact her relationship with her kid?
1: I'm going to say we'll probably find out later. Yeah, again. like She went, because we know that something happened on Mars that nobody's ever uncovered. She probably went looking for that. Mm-hmm. And that just ruined her, that just wrecked her shit, And she turned to drugs and alcohol because she couldn't figure it out, you know? Again, it's sort of another parallel to Picard's story is she couldn't solve this problem. So she withdrew, you know, like, she, so then she did the other thing that she knew how to do, in, in Seven's case, it was, you know, be a mercenary in the neutral zone. Picard's case was make wine. And in Rafi's case, it was drink and do drugs in a trailer park or in a trailer in the desert. So I think this is not like we're going to learn more about that because we know that's an yeah. integral part, right? Is the mm-hmm. attack on Mars. So I think that's going to come back around.
0: I hope so. Uh, I hope it's just not named ro- like that event is just not the backdrop for every single problem for every character. <laughs> well, it's you I, know? I mean it's but part of it, but that's big, the, but
1: the thing on the, the Mars thing though, I, that's the core of the whole show.
0: It I is, think. but it it is, but it shouldn't be the, the the crux of everybody's problem having a relationship with anything. Well,
1: why not? Uh, like it was there 9/11, dude, so that would be and if you were close to it, that would be your defining moment, like that kind of trauma, that kind of tragedy.
0: Yeah, it's a little weak still for me, but I'll let it go if it's developed more. But right now, it's it's hanging on some thin threads there. So, That's so you you think.
1: you think that that like a terrorist attack that claimed a hundred, was it a hundred thousand lives and reshaped the entire Federation and Starfleet forever, uh, was is we, is weak?
0: Well, I'm saying the way they're portraying it is weak. Because, okay. you know, we're talking about the U- Mars U- Utopia Planitia shipyards. Yeah. Now, the impact of the damage to the fleet impacted the Romulans, the Federation, not being able to go rescue, which is still a weak sauce excuse. Which still need, to me, we've talked about this from my perspective, I'm not buying it yet, but I'm letting it go. But if this backdrop is used for problems for every character... In every facet of the show. And I still have a problem with that because to me, it's a very isolated, you know, it's, it, it is definitely going to impact certain people's lives, especially those who are working there. And if they died and those particular families, but I don't know, it's just, it, there's just something missing. It's just not from when you're talking about now space <laughs> and multiple planets and a mass, a quadrant, which is the alpha quadrant and beta quadrant. This is a blip on the radar. When you think about Star Trek as a whole, that's how I look at it. I'm not looking at the fact that there was a terrorist attack. There's a terrorist attack that claims 100,000 lives in our life here in reality. Yes, that's a big fucking deal. Okay, but there was a terrorist attack
1: that claimed 3,000 lives in our reality, in our lifetime, and the world, and it's been almost 20 years, the world is completely different from that one thing, and it only killed
0: 3,000 people. I know, but that's, but that's also the first terrorist attack on major terrorist attack on U.S. soil right, to right, that right. level, so, right? But, so, but I'm,
1: but I'm, but that's, that's, that's the analogy here though, is like it only killed a hundred thousand people out of many billions, but like what, it's not the attack, it's what the response to it is that makes everything so fucked no, up.
0: And I, and, and I agree, but my thing here is what I'm trying to say is that ra- all I'm saying here is that now. We're using that as an excuse that Rafi's whole familiar fam- family dynamic is completely ruined. When I'm finding out that she just got laid off from Starfleet immediately after, or right, bef- right before those attacks even occurred. I'm not even sure. The time uh, it was time after. It was after. I'm pretty sure it was after. after. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know if you're saying it's going to be explored. And she went off trying to figure out a certain conspiracy, and still ignored her family. Fine, but if it's just that, and she just got fired, because the way I look at it is, she's just because because of that, her getting fired, she's blaming Picard for everything, and that was weak. I was not happy with that introduction to Rafi. and I'm still not. That's weak sauce. So if they're going to develop it more, that's great. But now they're extending that. Now because of that, for firing, it's like, well, she completely ignored her family, and still have a pro- that's going to be a problem. Unless what you're saying is true, they will eventually explore it. It's true. Don't worry about it. Okay. I, but if it's I, I got you, buddy. I okay. got you. <laughs> we, saw some, we saw some it's not there, but that's fine. Okay. Let's move on. So let's talk about the resolution to this criminal lady. I don't even know if we get the, the organization's name, or I can't remember the lady well, in charge, her name. Were they working for the Tal Shiar, or were they just holding Maddox for the Tal Shiar? <clears throat> I don't know. She mentioned something about the beginning when Maddox was talking to her. And yeah. he says to her that the Romulans and the Tal Shiar are after him. Oh, right. Him, right? And right, then she right, says, right, well, right, that's right. a bitch because I have to then deal, make deals with the Tal Shiar now for some strange reason. Right, right. So yes. that's what she was talking about. So she's not working directly for the Tal Shiar. So I still don't mm-hmm. know what she was trying to do for well she Maddox.
1: She wanted to sell him to the Tal Shiar.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. It's fine. Yeah. This is a minor detail. It's just maybe the movie, the show was going so fast and I was, I was just happy seeing some fun. I ignored that little detail. So, and that's okay. But let's talk about now the resolution here. So we find out that, you know, because seven is because of that relationship with those former Borgs who were killed by this Mm -hmm. lady and her, her crew. To still retrieve board parts, this is still a big thing going on here. It's all this retrieval of board tech, this backdrop of the show. I'm surprised it's that valuable, but I guess it is. So they have a relationship, which again shocked Picard. They knew each other, and then she was going to kill him. And then I I keep forgetting the fucking the fucker's name. Reyes. 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 Rios. Rios. (laughs) Sorry, it's Rio's. Rio's convinces her to not do it this today. You can always track her down another time. Just yeah. grab Maddox and let's go. And they do that. And then she beams right back down, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> which was fucking awesome. <laughs> so I, before we get to that, she has a moment with Picard in the ship. Would you, well, give me your thoughts there.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I thought that was an excellent short interplay between the two. Good, you know, well-performed by the two of them, but this is sort of the first time that I felt that there was something Star Trek uh, yes. in the show.
0: This, mm-hmm. is
1: a, this is a Star Trek concept. This is a Star Trek up uh, a card speech, albeit a short one. Uh, so it was great. I thought it was very excellent. And it did seem to, like, get to her, even though
0: she goes all Punisher back down on the planet again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I love it. So I 100% agree. The scene was the best scene in the show. Between the two and my favorite scenes so far in the series so far, yeah is just this one moment between two characters who coming together we've never seen them interact before, but fantastic I agree mm-hmm. he's talking about they' they're talking about their humanity, should she ever get it back and he's also talking about you know he doesn't she doesn't have to resort to that kind of revenge right and and violence and and she kind of obliges him for a little bit. But I love the fact that when she comes back down, she makes a point when he, she talks to that criminal lady again who she's about to kill, that she didn't want to do that in front of him because she doesn't want to ruin his hope mm-hmm. and optimism.
1: Yeah. And I thought and that was... She, like, yeah. she says something like, yeah, some somebody around here needs to still have it or something like that. Right?
0: That's right. And I thought yeah, that was... These okay. are some great, great lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she fucking rambles to join up. So... That was fantastic. Yeah, (laughs) that disintegration special effect—she just like in a
1: in a puff of like red mist—that that that lady goes out of. You know, it's not like the the old sanitary vaporizing with a phaser. Like she was, it reminded me of like that that weapon in that episode where Data gets captured by that collector, and he's got like that disruptor that vaporizes you from the inside out. You know, like it, it was like it's like a painful.
0: It, it was a little quick. I mean, I was going to point out that I still think the one that kind of hits you the most is still from Wrath of Khan. When you see these mm, people right. uh, and and also even Star Trek three, the Klingon disruptors where you see yeah. them get shot and then they're riling in pain and then they yeah. vaporize. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I kind of wish else. they went back to that. And I think they had a bit of that in discovery. If I, if I recall in the mirror universe, they had some, I think, uh, oh, what's, they, what's his name? The, uh, <sighs> Jason Isaac's character again. He did yeah. the captain.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think you're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I kinda wish they they had that. But to be to be fair, Rios wouldn't have had if he's a good natured guy, he wouldn't have right. a weapon he like wouldn't that have on his it. ship. Yeah. So right. I can yeah. let that go. So it yeah. makes sense. But that yeah, the fantastic little action sequence there. Sad to see seven go. I was hoping she would stick around, but maybe she'll come back. She gave card that mm. little, you know, call me if you need me chip and yeah. That seems to be yeah. seven for now, and so yeah, what I hope we get to see her yeah I,
1: I yeah, I thought it was thought it was good I, I yeah, I really hope we get to see her again, and I suspect we will I think she'll come back around because it's not like it, it, yeah it, it, I don't think they would just drop her in because it wasn't a cameo, right like she was a big part of that episode, and it doesn't look like her storyline is totally resolved yet, you know, like the The artifact, as they call it, I guess, is, I I assume it was more of a secret project, but apparently it's not. Picard knows of it. Yeah. So. So Maddox
0: reveals that to Picard. That's right. Yeah.
1: So I assume that Seven must be itching to get her herself onto that cube because there's so many.
0: Yeah. You would think. So, yeah, I'm assuming she'll be back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But no, it was good. It was good. It was a good little action scene. I I really enjoyed. I dug it.
0: All right. So let's, you know, we're rounding out the episode here. All that's left is Maddox and Agnes. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me know your thoughts. I did not
1: see it coming. I'll tell I you saw it right coming. Right now. I saw did it you? coming.
0: The reason okay. why is when they were alone, one, nobody else was there, right? Okay. So Picard, Picard leaves after he yeah. gets his information. So yeah. That's always kind of like a little clue. Now, nobody's in the room except those two. Right. So then I was thinking, because just the way she, ha- she had a certain look on her face, mm-hmm. that didn't seem right. That was another clue. And then I kind of figured, well, Maddox really can't be around, because it would make things a little easy for the rest of the story. Right, right. And so I, I also he was going to die, kind of, like, didn't yeah. think she was going to murder him. Uh, yeah, but then I think he would have died in front of Picard. Yeah, good point. So when he didn't, I was surprised, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good
1: point. That would have been a good clue, but...
0: Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. I wasn't, I saw it coming, but I was still a little surprised, but... Because we didn't get the scene with Commander O and Agnes before, Mm -hmm. I was not surprised at that. Because I always was wondering, okay, well, what's really going to happen here with Allison Pills' character? Mm -hmm. And she seemed, as we talked about, fish out of water. She seems really out of left field here. So something's Mm got to happen. So that's why when I saw, now everyone's left the room. She's alone with him. I said, okay, she might kill him. Not mm-hmm. that she's going to. I'm saying it hap- occurred to me in my mind she might do it and it happened. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. what do you think? Like, and she's saying, mm-hmm. I-, I wouldn't do this if they didn't show me this. And it's again, it's about looks like the synthetic Soji and being called the destroyer and all these kind of things. I mean, what's really going on here, Matt?
1: Yeah. Uh, shit. I don't know. Because, uh, see, I'd forgotten about that scene that you mentioned where Commodore O oh, went to visit Agnes when she was. Uh, like she was wearing her sunglasses or whatever. And you're right. We don't know what happened in that scene. We never saw it. And right. I completely forgot about that until after this episode was over. <sighs> yeah. Like what, yeah. What is going on here? Like, what did they show her? Cause she's not a Romulan plant. Like she's no, just she's a regular person. Right. So no, and
0: she she says, I wouldn't do this unless, but they showed me something. And she says something like that to Maddox. So she says, I'm very mm. sorry. Right. Like she's, yeah. And why it was what
1: is his death matter if the destroyer is already out
0: there? Yeah, that's the other thing. So I mean, this seems kind of odd. Well, it's, unless it's she's very now going to try unless she's now going to try and sabotage more, on, more of the mission and that's why she's there. But still it's a little odd. I mean, it's just to use You would think the Romulans would be saying, "Really? We're going to we're going to use this person as our <laughs> secret weapon?" <laughs> well, that's a lot of questions you know? that, you know, it, you know, it
1: definitely raises a lot of questions. There's no question about that you know, who knows, right? I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't use her as my secret weapon either if I was a Romulans, but they're always, they got, they got something up their sleeve.
0: They do. But now let's, okay, let's, so Maddox is dead. Yeah. So this, you know, it gives, at least it gives Agnes a bit more agency on the show. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah. Something more than her just complaining mm-hmm. about she's bored, which is good. So I'm glad to see Alice and Pill have something more to do here. But now what's going on with Soji? So let's talk about, we didn't get anything with the board with the artifact and soji and nerik and all that yeah. stuff which was thankfully. a nice thankfully nice break yeah. so but yeah. hopefully things will improve when picard when they their kind of timelines meet up right yeah but what can this be man i mean i don't want to spend another 20 minutes talking about it let's let's give me give me kind of like a couple minutes here on what you think this is where is this leading hmm. like why is soji viewed uh, this is a synthetic android lifeform Right. Right. So, is this? I mean, this is not about Skynet, you know. No. And, and the destruction of the of mankind or anything. At least I don't think so. Or you know, and it's kind of weird that we talked about already that the Romulans seem to be, or this Doc Vaj group seems to be so anti synthetic that that's their whole focus. Right. Is, is is their whole organization is just to ensure that they are you know suppressed and they don't exist or whatnot. But I'm still confused. Like, how can this really lead to something significant? I mean, I'm not. I mean, it's going to take some good writing, and now they've already they're leading up to this. But what do you think it could mean? Or you're just baffled?
1: I'm pretty baffled.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty baffled too. Because like, I have no explanation on how this could really impact the the Star Trek galaxy and all these worlds as we know it. I mean there are
1: yeah there's I mean, so many did, unanswered questions yeah
0: I mean we got it's really about androids and android rights <laughs> I mean,
1: partially, and, yeah. partially yeah partially partially for sure
0: but I mean like what really could this could this all mean is yeah, it gonna I be like know. it's it's not the clone wars right it's not like you know city developing a clone army behind people's backs and no. it's all since this is not like something at least I hope it's not something like that oh man that would be <laughs> Yeah, yeah
1: I, I don't I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I hope that they know what, know what they're doing. I, I will say this, though. I mean, right up until the end of last week's episode, you know, we were four episodes in and the show wasn't really anywhere. And I was worried. I'm like, okay, we only got six episodes to go here, guys. Like, you got to start putting this together. But I feel now after this episode, now I feel like, okay, we, we got five episodes. We know that. You know, we know that uh, Picard knows where Soji is. Yeah. Uh, he knows about the artifact. You know, so I feel like okay, we now we have enough time. Like we're far enough along now that that there's enough time to get to what's going on. Mm. So here's, you know, I hope they don't waste any more any more time. You know, because it's it's probably going to take all five episodes to figure out yeah. what's going
0: on. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So, but I mean, I'm very interested now. Does the good? That's a good thing is to see what this all means about Soji. Mm. And this episode was a good thing. I mean, I liked it, Jeff, I'm assuming you liked it. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so it was like, good. So this was your favorite of the bunch so far.
1: Yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd say it's my favorite of the bunch so far. I mean, the very first, the pilot was still just because it was, everything was new, right? You got, there was a lot of cool stuff happening in the first episode, but yeah, this was the first episode, at least since the first episode where I'm like, okay, this is, this is what I have been waiting for.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I It was good. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't perfect,
1: but yeah, I, I I was into it.
0: Yeah, and and the good the good news is here we didn't still get to see Riker yet, so that's still coming eventually. Yeah. So I can't wait. But you know, I, I I'm already going to say this: he's going to see Riker. I mean, I'm just going to want Riker to stay and join him. But it's yeah. not going to happen. it's just like yeah. ah. Yeah,
1: like, and I and I think that they've done a good job of like not succumbing to the temptation of. Getting everybody back to, because we would feel that every episode like, oh, why can't they just stick around and hang out, you know, and, and go on adventures together? It's like, well, they can't because they can't. Like, it's not a reunion show. That's what the show is. So, mm-hmm. no, I hear um, you. Yeah. And, and I
0: agree. That's, that's fine. There is one character, though, that I think should have been here already. And I don't, maybe, I know we're already long in the tooth as it is for today, but what about Q? Do you that's think? Actually- I think he should have already made an appearance, and I think instead of his stupid stargazer doctor friend, that would have been an interesting point for Q kind of nudge Picard in a certain direction.
1: Yeah, I would definitely be fine. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Q it's act- I didn't bring this up y- y- when we did our our first episode review but i it, it did occur to me like I, I saw it right away so in the first scene of the first episode in the dream sequence where he's playing cards with data mm. you know you're well, we're well into the scene you know it's a dream sequence do you remember the hand that data plays no
0: it was five queens oh seriously mm-hmm Oh, fantastic catch. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was
1: like, Q, 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 Q. So that could be nothing, but they could have <clears throat> chosen any five cards in that deck. Well, they could be trying to throw you off too and keep you guessing. Could be. Uh, and, nice. and this is one of those fanboy things where I'm like, oh, I saw this thing. Like, it's usually nothing, but just, just tuck that away in your back pocket for, for a couple of weeks. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Fantastic catch, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think Q... You know, especially if this is Picard's kind of swan song. You know, Patrick Stewart's not going to be playing him after this show is done. This right. is it. So I think, even more so than any other TNG character, I think Q needs to be here because they have a yeah. very unique relationship. Yeah, and he yeah. knows the what really makes Picard tick. Yeah, more than any other character. So, yeah, I hundred percent agree. Of yeah. any character, we should see him. At least once briefly. Yeah. And maybe right at the end. But then that's why Mm -hmm. I would have liked a beginning. It's almost like Tapestry where you're dead. You know, it's like you're you're the beginning of the adventure. Here's the end. Kind of mirrors the TNG show, the beginning and at the end, he's there. And I think that would have been perfect. And because this is also dealing with the Borg, he introduced the Borg to the show and to Picard. And I think it kind of wraps everything nicely. Mm Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that that would have been how I would have approached it. Hopefully we'll see him in some after. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Yeah, that'd be really cool. All right, Jeff. Well, you know, almost 50 minutes here, so it was worth it. It was a good episode, so yeah. good to extend it. But that's it for today. All right. See you next time. All right. Looking forward to it. All right. Cheers. Yep.